Hey you guys, welcome back to Sister Confidential. My name is Kaylin. And mine is Brianna. And welcome back, or welcome for the first time, to our podcast. Here on this podcast, you'll hear us talking about everything from being sisters, being friends at school, and everything in between. This week, we decided to talk about a topic that not many talk about, which is being a Christian in high school. As some of you guys may know, Brianna and I are believers, and we believe in God, and Luckily, I have gone through all of high school, and Brianna's in her second year of high school. And we wanted to talk about our experience and many things that some people don't talk about. So first off, I think for me personally, it was not easy being a believer in high school. How about for you, Bri? For me, I found it pretty easy. There are some moments where I was like, you know, I wish I could enjoy this or that, but it was it was pretty good. I think it's kind of hard. I think mostly the first two years of high school are hard because you're meeting new people, you're getting used to a different way of school. And for me, one of the first things that was hard for me being a believer was trying to find friends and like the right companionships that, you know, would make me blossom. And it was hard because, you know, in high school, little things start coming into, I guess, the social life, like partying, um, having a relationship. And sometimes in those parties, you know, there's alcohol, drugs, and it's kind of hard because you know what is right, but, you know, there's like this peer pressure of like, you should do it, you should do it. And I think that was one of the hard part, finding people around me that had similar beliefs to me and they were like me that they didn't want to do, I guess, wrong. How about you? Uh, I think with finding friends in high school, the first year, like, I already had my group and everything. But, you know, you see a lot of kids, they come into high school and, like, they have changed over summer. And sometimes things that they get, I guess you could say, attracted to or things that they've... um grown to like can sometimes be like pleasing to the eye because you know we're all trying to find ourselves trying to go into high school so it could sometimes be really hard trying to find the right people who you have your belief share similar beliefs with and share similar um disciplines and foundations with yeah I think that's a good point like throughout the summer even like for a second to the last year of high school I saw many of my friends like change either for good or for not so good, and I think realizing, I think in a way, you have to hold your your values and your standards to a certain level, and have people respect them, and you also respect theirs, and I think one thing I learned with friendships, and finding friends in school, was it's okay to have non-Christian friends. I was lucky enough to actually have friends who were believers, but I also had friends who were non-believers, but they were still respecting my morals and my values. And I think that is very important, like not being like, oh my gosh, I can't be friends with people that are, I guess, non-Christian or not of the same beliefs. While in reality, you can actually be blessing them. And in some cases, they may be blessing you too, making you look at life differently, I think. How about you, Brie? I think finding someone who has, you know, different opinions but is rooted in good morals is always just really good to find within a friend because every person is going to have a different relationship with God based on their belief. But if they have, like, good teachings, good morals, it's 
good like i guess you could say the friendship is going to blossom and you guys are going to help one another grow something that's centered a friendship that is centered in something good will always blossom so i think that really helps but don't you also think like morals is opinionated like just because you might see something as good the other might person might seem as bad so what would you do in those cases where your morals are distinctly the same but at the same time different that's the greatest thing about opinions they're not right or wrong so you learn from them oh with friends who have different morals it's actually good because you get another side of what their beliefs are and you can take from what you think they told you or from their beliefs and it actually helps you grow it helps you see the world a little bit different because we're not all right and our that's the greatest thing about opinions they're not right or wrong they're just something that you have grown to believe in i actually have to disagree i feel like you have to have similar morals with the person or else you guys tend to clash a lot like opinions are totally different from morals i think like you could be having different opinions on a certain subject but i think a relationship would actually struggle if they had different morals because it's a constant clash between but how about temptation i know in high school like there's so much going on and you're more easily tempted to do things that may be like wrong or like that are against your beliefs how do you avoid temptation I would say I avoid temptation by, you know, not getting near the fire. It's attract temptation's attractive to the eye, but it's not good for your soul. So the best way to actually stay away from temptation is just to period stay away from it, you know. I personally think it's human nature to be easily tempted like Adam and Eve, they were tempted by the snake to eat the fruit that was uh, forbidden. And I think it's part of human nature to actually see temptation and be kind of, dr- not drawn to it, but kind of, as you said, make it be pleasing to the eye, even though it's not good for the soul. I think for me, um, I was lucky enough to have a community around me who supported me and it made me realize sometimes like, hey, watch out. Um, so I was able to avoid temptation. And I think another thing that can help avoid temptation is actually being strong and rooted in your beliefs, not being shaken by others, I think is very important because I feel like if you believe in something with everything, you're less likely to be shaken. And I think that had to do a lot, like for me, avoiding temptation and also realizing the consequences sometimes of doing such actions. Um, Like, you know, it's okay to go out with friends and, you know, go to dances and party with your friends, but make sure you do it in a healthy way, I say. And I understand, like, you can't avoid sometimes parties that might have, like, drugs, alcohol, and other things, but you can do your best to not participate in those scenarios. I personally agree. When someone's rooted in something, it just, it makes things so much easier because um, whenever, you know, when you think of roots, you think of a tree, right? So a tree with good roots, when the wind blows really hard, it's not going to fall down. But a tree with weak roots will, of course, um, fall down when the wind is really hard. So I I like to think of that too. When someone is rooted, they won't be easily tempted. But temptation still comes along the way. It's just something that happens in life. But sometimes those, temp- those temptations can become a blessing and a lesson for us to grow as a person. 
Yeah, and like with being rooted, it's not just being like, oh my gosh, I believe in God, but actually being rooted in the word, what he says about us and what he says against like evil and darkness. I think understanding that and understanding how the enemy is trying to catch us off guard with temptation, I think is very important. Um, And also living a life that you live at church, at school, I think is very important instead of being like, I would say two-faced. Because I feel like a lot of people that say, well, in my case, I've experienced people like at my school say like, yeah, I'm Christian, I believe in God. But you see their life and you're like, how do you say that you like live for God, but you're doing these things that aren't pleasing him and are truly against his word and in a way sadden God. Like it doesn't make sense sometimes, I think. But I think you realizing who you are in God reading the Bible, praying, connecting with God on a daily basis actually helps you, like, get away from temptation, I think. I think for me, one of the things that actually helped me was finding a community in school and outside school that has similar beliefs like you. Like, I was lucky enough to have at my school, it was called the Lighthouse Club. It was a club where we, other Christian believers or just believe, like, God believers, I guess, could come together during lunch once a week. We would have a time of teaching and just connecting with students around campus that were like us, like they had similar views with us and they wanted to please God, you know? I think that's very important. And also for us outside school was our youth program that was part of church. We would go once a week to after school and we would connect with kids around the valley who had beliefs like us, which really strengthened us, I think, Because it makes you realize that you're not the only student or kid going through high school feeling like, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? And in a way, you have guidance. And I think with finding a community too, you know, there's going to be people and even me, like you're going to fail. And there's going to be people who, you know, they might say that they're this at school and then act some way at church. But sometimes that's just their walk with God. And we have to understand, you know, not everybody's perfect, we're going to fail, but we have to at least try to keep what our, um, you can say, our foundations everywhere we go, because that will also help us be rooted everywhere we go. Yeah, did you feel like you were able to find a community within school and outside school, or would you say that you actually had a hard time finding a community? I think it was both, because there'd be some times to be like, It's harder in high school because everybody likes different things. What's in trend, you know? And so you're sometimes easily tempted. But finding a community inside school this year actually helped due to you because of Lighthouse and the people that Caitlin surrounded herself with. And outside school, I go to youth groups still. Yeah, I think that's very important. Realizing that you're going to have friends that, you know, might not have similar beliefs than you, and some that might, and realizing that it's okay to have, be having friendships with people from every aspect of life, and I think one of the big things is trying to avoid temptation. It's so, it's like peer, it's just peer pressure in a way, like, it disguises itself like that, like, and I think just avoiding peer pressure is just being rooted, being in God, you know, and finding a community inside and outside of school is so important. It just creates more of a, I guess, bond with other people. And I think also in high school, um, 
finding a community with that has the same beliefs as you you have to learn how to be courageous because other people might have the same belief as you like as a christian but different views on christianity so we can't bash other christians down for their views on christianity or their views on god because everybody's on a different path i guess and a different walk with god so being courageous i think also helps because you got to be a blessing to others but they also got to be a blessing to you never like judge somebody on their walk with god saying oh they can't bless me because you know they're on this level with their relationship with god no everybody can bring something to the table and you can also bring something to the table when you're within a community that helps you grow yeah i think that's actually a really good point i think like for me my sophomore year like I remember my first year coming into high school, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to find only Christian friends. And then I realized, no, because God can put, you know, people that are not believers in my life for them to bless me, but also for me to bring them closer to Christ. So I think that is very important, being open-minded and not judging a person basically by what they seem to be, I think is very important. Getting to actually know them and their person, I think is very important with that. As you said, you know, we go into high school thinking, oh, I only have to find Christian friends or I, yeah, I only have to find Christian friends, but I have a lot of Catholic friends too. Um, One of my friends, Allie, she's Catholic and she's devoted to God, you know, she's trying to better herself and she has good morals. So you don't necessarily just need to find Christian friends. I think that you need to find friends with a good foundation and are rooted in good teachings and yeah. But I think at the same time, you have to be, like, in a way, um, I feel like sometimes that could be dangerous because if you're not rooted in God and what you believe, sometimes you could be easily shaken. You can be like, oh, my gosh, maybe they're right. Maybe God doesn't exist or maybe God appears to be this way. I think in those relationships, you have to be, I guess, I'm not dominant, but, like, you have to be the one, you know, knowing who you are and not being easily... um I guess shaken in a way because I think that's really common sometimes in high school you're still trying to find yourself and you're trying to figure out if you were like passed on relationship with God like if you were taught that from a child you're still trying to figure out who you are in God and I think that could be sometimes very dangerous like I think in the beginning not necessarily in the middle or in the end of your walk with God but in the beginning because you might be like, is this true? Is what the Bible says true? Like, I think you have to be careful with that, too. And actually, and that just has to all to be with being rooted. Like, you have to go back to Scripture. Like, what does God, who does God say I am? And what does God say about this? What, what should I do in these cases? I think talking to God and going to the Bible for guidance are great ways to be rooted, I think. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, sometimes, yes, it can be dangerous, but as you said, it goes back to the fact of being rooted. What are you looking for in the world or like what what answers are you trying to seek? It's all going to lead up to God, what he says, like in the end, he's going to be there. He's going to be the answer. He's going to be what you're searching for. So the more you spend time with him, the more, I guess you can say, rooted you can become and the more less dangerous it becomes. And to end off this week's episode, we're going to give you guys some tips. Do you want to go first? Yeah. 
Um, I say probably set up a time. I know we're busy. Like, if we ever go back to school, we might be really busy. But at least set up a time where you're able to just spend with you and God alone. You know, work on your relationship with him. Read the Bible. Put some worship music on. And have a secret place where it's just you and him. Um, always be aware of your surroundings. What you're listening to. What you're saying. Um, and what you're also giving off. You know, because... If you're going to walk, like, if you're going to say you're a believer, you also have to, I guess you can say... Walk the walk. Yeah, walk the walk and talk the talk. You can't just be one thing one <laughs> you day. You mean walk the talk. Wait, yeah, walk the talk. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be one thing one day and decide to change. It's not a costume party. You don't get to put on costumes every day. You put on one thing, and that's the identity that you're found in Christ, and you have to walk like that. It's hard, mm-hmm. but you have to be courageous in it. And I think that's the best advice I can give you guys. Yeah, I think I have, like, two little things. I think the first one would be it's okay to have fun. I think in high school I was very, like, kind of like this stiff thing going around everywhere, I would say, because I was so scared of falling into temptation. But I realized that, like, For me, I personally didn't go to dances because I was scared of what could happen at dances and stuff, I think, in the beginning. But then I realized it's okay. Like, it's okay to have fun with your friends in a healthy way. It's it's okay to go out. It's okay to go party. But make sure you're doing it the right way. Make sure, you know, you're actually acting upon the guidance that God has given you. And I think other than that, I think... Just stay rooted in God. Find a community inside and outside of your school where you're able to find people that are like-minded like you and your beliefs and just create friendships with them. I also have one more tip. Don't be afraid to be different, you know? We have a covenant with God, so don't be afraid to be different because when you're with God, it could be really scary, I guess you can say, uh, doing things different, saying things differently, but in the end, difference is going to pay. Like, it's going to pay in the future, and just don't be afraid to be different. Well, that's the end of this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to... Share it with your friends. Go on our Instagram on sister.confidential. Send us a DM. Ask us questions on there, you know, so we can interact with you guys. We're going to be more active on there. Probably do some different things on there to interact with you guys. Share it with your friends, with your sister, with your mom, your grandma, your aunts, your dads. (laughs) Yeah, anybody, literally. Share it with them. And we hope that this was a blessing to you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Talk Talk to to you then. then.